Don't do that. Stop what you're doing. Why? That's fine. As long as you don't expect me to drink it or touch it. Stop. To okay, you have enough ice. Don't worry. I won't. One, two, three. Uh, intro. Ready. Uh. Welcome to my least favorite podcast that I currently listen to. Uh, disagree, disagree. I'm Matt, and I'm Michael. And that was some ice that Michael is playing with. We're getting fancy tonight. We were fancier last night when we were drinking the same thing together. Or have to up? We're upping the game. You want me to tell you? No. Well, it's, you know, it's through the... Shit. You know what your problem is? What? It's the sheer number of email addresses you have. No, it's because Northwell... And you've even canceled, like, three of them. Oh, there it is. I found it. Uh, you still have too many. I only have a personal and a work email. How many personal? I have a trash email. No, I have personal... And then I have things for, like, major subscriptions. Ding, 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 ding. Pack number one million okay. of the show. You like it. My personal email is a Gmail address. And you know if you put a period in your Gmail address, it, you still get it in your inbox? Yes. Everyone knows that. Right? So it's not a different email. You could put a period in between every letter of your name for your Gmail. And it'll still come in your inbox. I don't think it works for Outlook, right? If you put a period. As long as you're using Gmail servers, it works fine. I had a friend who, uh... You want me to tell you now? <laughs> tell me what? The life hack. I'm in the middle of it. Oh, no, but just speaking of that... Okay, just, yeah, let's pause for a long time. Let's hear the story a about time. a random guy that you know. Yeah, my a random guy, he, uh, initially, it was, it was all about Hotmail, but he had a long... Oh, sure, let's change the email providers completely as well. Let's, no, just hear me out. This is, this is relevant. I'll be, I'll be polite and I'll hear you out. <laughs> tell me your story. Now it's Go. being dragged on for too long. Yes, Thanks that's my you. point. That's my point. That's because you're antagonizing <laughs> all the time. After midnight, No, he definitely. had like a long name, similar to Chris, like probably Christopher, but in, because he couldn't get that Christopher at Hotmail.com, so he put a period in between every single letter. Mm. It was the most annoying to type, especially on a phone. I bet it looked pretty damn cool, though. No, it did when not. you saw it. It's, I saw it in real life. Oh, my God. You I, saw it in real life? Is that well, what you were about to say? Cool. Great life hack, Mike. Here's mine. Um... Put a period in your Gmail address, and then if this, you kind of have to be more uh, detail oriented for this one, aka uh, a nerd. And then uh, filter your Gmail using Gmail settings so that this new address with a period in it gets marked as red, gets labeled as junk, and still is visible in your inbox, but you never get alerted on your phone. It basically is uh, creating a second email out of the one you already have, and you set up a filter so that it's handled properly every single time and you don't get bothered with stupid shit. That is uh, the one millionth uh, live hack from this show. And what episode do you think we're on, Mike? We're on episode six. This is actually our seventh session. No, it's not. Yeah. No way. Yeah. No, I, yesterday was five. Uh, incorrect, because yesterday was our last session, and this session is seven. <laughs> no way. That's not untrue. Do we you have one after four? Uh, yes, that one we called five. <laughs> of course. I, do you have any more, I, I, I thought we, do you have any more great questions it, about our numbering system? No, I thought we called it ten. <laughs> okay, I'm being antagonistic, but let me double check that this is actually number seven and that I didn't skip one. It's okay. We could always skip one and then like our, our audiences or our fan base will always be looking for that missing episode that never really existed. I think that's actually a great 
great thing. You know, you, the void. You, know, you know what's hard about being an introvert, and uh, a lot of, I've found some people on the internet who agree with this, is that um, it takes a lot of effort. And at the end of the day, of a long day of uh, acting, trying to, that's very classy, thank you. That was Mike. At the end of the day, after you've tried so hard all day, you just want to, like, you're just exhausted from trying so hard to act like you want to be in every conversation all the time. I think, I think, uh, there's a, this is also from public somewhere online. The difference between introvert and extrovert, introverts get tired in social situations or when they have to interact with people and extroverts actually are almost opposite. They need to be around other people to It recharges them. Yeah, it recharges them, gives them energy, and they're happy. They can't be alone. Yeah. Something like that. So I totally understand. Um, probably introvert as well, so I understand. That's why I pass out every time I go out. Which one has a better survival advantage, you think? As we get older and as we have... I'm, I'm giving you my answer. We get older and we're, we're not going to school with 2,000 people every day, and then we're in college, and our classes are only like uh, 20 people, and then we get a job and we see the same five people every day, and then... We retire, and then we see maybe one person every day, and then that person dies, and we're alone every day. Which which one do you think has a better Man. survival advantage? No, that, that's very morbid. It's very realistic. You know what's morbid? Today I was, I was hanging out with my friend, uh, let's call him Juan, um, and he and I were... Multicultural. <laughs> are you? So multicultural. And I was hanging out with them, and they were they just put their kids to bed, and I was just kind of like the, the guest who stayed too late. Um, but we were just talking a long time and then he said he needed to walk the dog and I was like, Oh, Juan, I'll go with you. And he said, uh, okay, cool. And, and his wife was like, Oh, does that mean, are you like walking to the Metro stop, Matt? Are you not coming back? And I was like, no, I'm just going with him. And, and my friend said like, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad he's coming with me too, because, uh, we've spent, uh, this is, a uh, because we both read the same article about time over the course of your life. And my friend said, yeah, I'm really happy that he's coming with me because, We've already spent like over ninety percent of our time together. Uh, at this point, it's all in the past. Now we don't live in the same city, and our visits are very spread out. We, we only got like eight or nine percent of our total time together left. It's a little sad, but it's so sad. But we both know that it's though. probably true. It's not set in stone. Is one thing. Well, if it's you think about true, it's probably true. Yes. Of all my friendships that I've had in the past, they're probably all ninety percent over. Yeah. Or at least 90% of them are 90% over because I can move in the same city as some of my friends, but Still won't see them. not the other ones. Yeah, exactly. I'm never going to live in the same city as all my friends who I grew up with. Sad, isn't it? And if you, but, and if you want to get sad, then uh, go to this website. It's called waitbutwhy.com, and it's something about how much time we have left. It's a really interesting guy who writes great articles. My, do, do my you friend, want uh, share, like, do you guys send each other articles and stuff? And then my friend Ruan Swanson sent me that article. What's his name? Ruan Swanson. <sighs> that sounds familiar. Parks and Rec. Yeah. Oh. I think I got it. You caught my drift. Yeah. Swanson. I'm I'm starting to catch up with the popular culture here in America. Mm, is that popular? Uh, it's pretty popular, I think. It's canceled now, huh? But um. It's kind of scary, and the thought of that, actually, do you like that idea about having fewer and fewer people in your life as you get older, or as an introvert, especially? No, I'd rather have, uh, I'd rather have lots of friends around, but you can't, you can't Close keep, friends. 
you can't keep adults close. Adults want to go off and do their own thing more and more all the time. Yeah. I cannot. You're the last friend I've made in, the, in like, the last ten years. Uh, no, that's not true. It's hard. It's really hard to make you adult got... friends. Does that make me sad, or does that, mm-hmm. or does that make it more important to me? I think and you already answered. If you, nope. And if you go to Wait But Why, the dot com the article I was referencing it was really depressing the whole time it was like oh yeah you you lived like you lived with your parents every day until you're 18 and then you see them like a couple times a year and then later once a year and then they're dead so your time with your parents is like 95% over by the time you're 18 <laughs> and uh, it was very sad but then he said but at the end of it he actually put a conclusion that was uplifting it was like number one time is limited i think he might have even said precious and then i think number two was like priorities matter so get your priorities in order yeah and it was i've, I've never cared about anyone ever telling me about priorities until this time and i was like shit i mean priorities matter and he's right it's the little things yeah now i'm, now I'm really sad thanks matt <laughs> no, i'm so sad how's your love life mike <laughs> it's uh fine and dandy loving myself right now which is great there's no girl? No girl. Oh. Okay. I think I finally got an answer out of you because I've asked you a lot of times on the show. After I mean, you said I that I never I... ask you about your love life, I tried <laughs> yeah. to make a point. Well, I suppose I try and sometimes. But it's, uh, it's okay. I keep myself busy enough. Can you pass that Diet Pop? Because I'm going to mix it with this um, Zubrovka. Some, uh, some Sodi Pop? Yeah. Sodi Pop in the house? <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is a great that sound. Sody Pop commercial. Uh, man, now this mood is just so down. Because of all the death. I just want to drink, drink myself until I, the, all this pain goes away. Do you want do you want to shut off the microphones and just drink ourselves you know what would be stupid a good and watch YouTube? Appropriate song right now is that, uh, was that Johnny Cash singing that Tool song? I hurt myself today. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty sad. Did I, we listened to it at work one time. Why? I think so. I don't know why. Probably, we do I think weird things at work sometimes. Yeah. We were in a great mood, and then suddenly I was like, oh, I'm going to play uh, Johnny Cash. Is, that your, is that your... No, but usually you play songs that are current, is what I'm saying. Like I don't pride myself on that. I listen to uh, bands from 2000s. There's, those are the best times. From the, t- from the years that start with 200. Those are the best times. Yeah, those are pretty good songs. See, do you see how loud that is? Who's I could. Doing, who's doing all you could have me as your neighbor, and I could have not made three trips back to my room that took. Oh a long yeah, time. yeah. He's probably super pissed. Did he leave that note for you? No, that note says, "Hi, we stayed here on Saturday, Sunday, and we left a wall charger plugged in. Could you please find it and call us?" And then it said, "Oh, oh it's it, like someone else." And then it said, "Over." So it continued on the back, and I didn't read the rest of the note. Wall charger. But who? Is it a note to the people who are staying in the room next? And uh, they're giving them a task to complete, like find our charger and get it to us? That sucks. I can't believe they came... Would you in. like to show up to a hotel and just be... I know, they came to the hotel. That's Why didn't they just ask somebody, like, is there anyone in this did, room? I wonder if they drove out of D.C. and then turned around and came back just to put that note there. Must be a hell of a wall charger. Like, oh, come by tomorrow and pick it up. Dude, your hair is pretty wild. We met a three-year-old uh, on Sunday and she... <laughs> Behind closed doors, she asked her mom, what's on that boy's head? <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad she calls me a boy. Yeah, she calls me boy, too. But now, oh, actually, she calls me Matt. She used to call me boy until I visited her, like, 15 times, boy. and now she calls me Matt. 
Um, it's better, probably. You probably upgraded in her life. Your status. Uh, yeah, I mean, she used to she used to zip her lips when I was around. She was, she was also a lot smaller. Have you ever met a two-year-old that doesn't say a word? No. And this girl would not talk around me. It was really funny. But then I made it worse because I, she would, like, make a little peep and I would go, What was that? What was that? Did you oh talk? My what gosh. did you say? And then, she, of course, she wouldn't say a word for the whole week. Like, week. It's terrible. Yeah. So I, I decided to just not call attention to it and now she uh, now she talks a little bit more to me. <laughs> I guess you're learning. It's good. You're learning how to be around kids. I have a niece and nephew. You don't. I do. I have nieces and nephews all over the place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you probably do. I don't even know what that means. Is that is that okay? Is I've it? got I've got binders full of nieces and nephews. Do you know what I'm binders? talking about? Binders, yeah. I got, I Mitt got, Romney. Can we talk about some? Uh, is that what they said? Can what? we talk about some 2012 humor? 2012. Mitt Romney running for president. Oh yeah, I love women. I love women. I I think we should have all kinds of women in, in the White House. I have I have binders full of women. And, oh yeah, he said that. And everyone's like, what? And that's not even the. It's in this day and age that doesn't even sound bad anymore. Like this year. Well, it's not that it sounded bad, but everyone just thought that that guy. Never sounded like right. Robot. robot? Is that what you said? It's kind of like a robot. People said that a lot. Like He's kind of like an uh, odd like robot forcing. who's trying to fit in with the humans. Yeah, with humans. He's like an alien or something trying to fill in, fit in. <laughs> what are your I'm least sure. favorite sounds? Uh, Mouth breathing? Is that one of them? Well, um, you know, ugh, I just imagined it. I can't stand it. Nails on chalkboard? Come on, you're just... You're a robot yourself. You don't have your own answers? I'm partially Asperger's. I'm, I think I'm part... I'm on that spectrum. Your nails on a chalkboard can't even be an answer because one, you never see a chalkboard in your in your daily I've life. I've seen it. You've seen it before. Two, I've had that's to what use people it, say. I was good with it too. Great, you're great with the chalkboard. I don't know what you mean, but I'm going to ignore you and I don't want you to chime in again until I list my things. Sure. Damn you! You forget. <laughs> you keep you keep uh, craning your neck up to your microphone. I know you're going to say something <laughs> over me in anticipation. But I'm nervous. One. Nails on a chalkboard is not an allowable answer. Two, that's what people... It's also one... Let's call it one A and one B. One B. Uh, that's what you say when you're describing your least favorite sounds. Like, oh, mouth breathing? That's like nails on a chalkboard to me. So you can't... You're not allowed to say no, nails on a chalkboard. I, li- I'm meaning it in the literal sense. The, um, it's not allowed. Why not? <laughs> I've, I've, it's too cliche. I've grown up with it, and it sounds terrible. Okay, let's keep playing this game. I'm going to list my least favorite sounds. Sure. One, people who eat with their mouth open like this gentleman at the meeting today, eating a bag of potato chips that was probably family size. I didn't turn around. I was like, well, he'll be done soon because they're only giving out little personal size bags of potato chips. But I swear this guy brought like a family size bag today. And he ate one every 30 seconds for a 1.5 hour lecture. I do hate when people um, make the tasting sound like they... um, Oh, let me try your your wine is really good. Can I have some? Yeah, here, try some. And they here, don't do it, Mike. Here, they go like this, and they say, "Oh, I hate hmm, that." I like it, and I. And, okay, you shook your ice cubes again. Very good, but I can't stand it. I'm like, did you just taste it better when you went? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. But it's why do like, they? Why do people do that? It's it's just an annoying habit. I think that. No. It's the habit itself. The Who gets in the habit of tasting is things the with the noise? Is it the sound itself that bugs you? It's the whole action, yes. The it's action. The action. Yeah. It's like the meaning behind or something. Whatever. Like, you don't have to do that. Basically, is You don't have to do saying. that to taste, that's for sure. Right. Um, Even if you're a sommelier, I will fight okay. any sommelier who says you have to, like, get air with the 
you have to have air in the in your mouth to and the wine has to the wine has to hit your has to hit your palate with a splash so that you taste it correctly. I don't think I will fight anyone who says that. <laughs> I think that's those are like amateur songs. But have you seen the movie on Netflix? It's a documentary song, S O M. Yeah, I know. I know about it. It's very good. If it's still on Netflix, watch it. It's called Som S O M M. And uh, it's so funny. They, they're like they're studying for their exam, which is great because if you're any like we studied for a huge exam, and it was really fun to watch that when I was studying. And uh, if you're ever studying for months for a test, watch Som because they're studying for their Somalia exam. This is the hardest exam ever. Yeah. And they're like, they're meeting, they're meeting like at coffee shops and they're studying their flashcards and stuff. And they're like going to tastings with real Somali, like, like master sommeliers. And they're doing like practice, uh, tests with them and they taste a wine and they say what it tastes like. And they're like, Oh, let's, let's see. Let's see. And they do like the nose in the glass thing, which I personally think is annoying and you're just going to get boogers in your wine. But they'll say like, mm, yeah, I smell, um, I smell a... A new can of tennis balls. You just and, smacked your lips. And uh, uh, also a uh, freshly cut garden hose. I love that answer. That's actually <laughs> that's a quote, a quote from that movie. That's amazing. That's very specific. Well, it's very specific and very weird because you've never smelled a freshly cut garden yeah, hose. You're not cutting it's it. specific for him. Right? Or You're never him. cutting garden hose. Are you ever cutting it? He probably cut it once and it smelled like it. He probably ran over it with a lawnmower and then got on his <laughs> Yeah, got on all fours and sniffed it. it. <laughs> oh, it smells so good. Uh, uh, See, there's there's this um, uh, brand based off from Brooklyn who sells uh, fragrances. Like it could either be scents or cologne or perfume. They make it in different ways, but they're supposed to be anti-perfume or something. So all their scents are basically like old library books. Like it's, it's oh, that's a good one. Old library books, I like, that like one. Uh, the the. I forget, like, really specific situations or things that are not usually associated with someone, someone's cologne or perfume. And supposedly there's a story behind it. They, they have, like, a little short story. And it's mm-hmm. supposed to, like, remind you of those specific things or moments. And I think that's important. But I just feel like, so, so the, the wine tasting and eating food or appreciating art even, it just matters how you feel about it. If it reminds you of a cut garden hose, then it reminds you of a cut garden hose. If it's a good feeling, a good reminder, then it's good. But, but do you think there will ever be technology? Let's get back to technolo- uh, technology. The chemistry. You're, it? you're getting a freshly cut garden hose over your skin and jeans from those uh, flaking off uh, it headphones got of yours. Yesterday. It did. It was so painful. Ew. <laughs> a fleck of rubber in your eye. like You yeah. had to like flush it out. I flushed it out. Ugh. As I was saying, uh, technology-wise, is there going to be a, mach- a box that can produce any smell? Or at least can produce a thousand common smells? Or 50 common smells? Not including, let's say, including food, flowers, uh, what other categories of smells are there? I don't think 50,000. I don't think it needs to be I never that said many. that many. I never said that many. Oh, Just whatever. 50 or 1,000. I think it depends on how many receptors we have. Well, the research on that is ongoing and... They haven't reached a maximum yet. <laughs> they yeah. just keep saying, oh, like, there's basically an unlimited number of... Different receptors? Smell receptors, yeah. And uh, there's no... Well, I guess the answer to the question is no. <laughs> there's not going to be a commercial device that produces a smell that's familiar... That produces many smells that are familiar to us. Maybe maybe you can have something that specifically produces, like, 25 smells. Maybe for movie theaters, if you want to have, 
like a rainy scene, a rainy, muddy scene, and you want to have the smell of fresh rain like pumped into the movie theater. That might be cool, don't you think? No? It may be, it's a cool idea, but I wouldn't want it. It's not so bad. You, can, you wouldn't have to make it too strong. I hope, yeah, I hope so. Like a faint smell of, um, of what? Of uh, chlorine. That'd be bad. <laughs> but in a pool scene, watching the sandlot or something, and everyone's at the pool, and just like a, they just pump in like a, like two pumps of a perfume bottle of chlorine into the air. That would be, that would make it kind of cool. I mean, you're sitting there watching like a, an era piece from the 50s, 60s at a pool. Senses, I suppose. Of course, yeah, it's really good. Try to fill that gap. I think it's a good idea. I think people would pay for it, but I wouldn't think it would be the only... It would probably be an option. Like, IMAX is an option. And there's so much marketability. Like, let's say, like, uh, you're watching uh, James Bond and... How about wind? The smell of wind? Not the the sensation of wind. Like You mean fans? Yes, exactly. But movie theaters have fans. That blow into your face when they're, like, running or something? (laughs) How's that? I like your idea. I like no, that's that's I I, heard, I remember reading. About I like that. I just like everything you say. <laughs> of course you do, Matt. But um, I wanted to say something really cool. Oh, let's say you're watching James Bond and there and like the, the Bond girl is on the screen and she looks amazing and and she's wearing like a really sexy dress. But also, like Dior has like one of their scents pumped into the movie theater. I mean, when I see a woman. Ooh. That's Walk past me, I'm, I might like, I might, I might notice her walking past me. But if she's wearing a lot of, per, like, I mean, a lot, I really like perfume on a, a woman. If she's wearing a lot of perfume, my God, I will like stop what I'm doing and turn around because I really like perfume. So if I'm watching a movie and there's a beautiful Bond girl, Bond girl, not blonde, I do not like blondes, <laughs> and and some perfume company pumps in a perfume that it will be imprinted on me forever. Why are you giving me so, that look? It's a great idea. I'm dead serious, and I, I will fight you if you don't believe me. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting drunker and drunker, I, I, my friend. Yes, you are. You're definitely revealing a lot more information. I like this. This, this zoo. The zoo is... Uh, Zubrovka? Zubrovka is amazing. It does really dangerous Truth things serum? to people. Uh, so... Are you going to dispute, refute, or agree with no, me? No, but... I, so I'm probably opposite of you. It's you just don't that, like strong perfume? I'm sure yeah, it's a person-by-person preference. Yeah. Probably. But I remember, like, damn... This girl is wearing way too much perfume. I wonder, if, like, why. I guess there are people out there that yeah, people complain it. about that. But I am pretty sure I've never thought someone's wearing too much perfume. So I I have way too much cologne as well. Ooh, seventy five Fahrenheit, dude. That's we, not bad. Do we have to do that, dude? Seventy five is great. I'm I'm what I I'm, I took off my shoes. I was so hot. That's because you're always sweating. Can we do seventy three? Fine, we'll do. That's that's a that's great golf weather, my friend. Well, golf is an exercise. It's a sport. Okay. How about 72.5? I'll take it. Thank you. I'm going to put on my jacket. It's right there. You got sweaters all over the place like you're in a... I'm just kidding. Um, Goddamn retirement home, Mike Wong. Let's let's start cussing some more. I have to put the explicit label on every episode we pump out. Yeah. Is it necessary? I don't know. Just to make sure no one complains. And I'm trying to put the... iTunes. I'm trying to do everything right. I'm trying to put Creative Commons licenses on every episode and... Just because of that. Explicit stuff. Because of the music we use. We're always using the same... Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, So... Buy the book. So I do... Actually, after bringing that, I think that's a great marketing campaign. Thank you. Yeah, it would sell. The perfume thing? Yeah. Perfume uh, synergy with movies? Well, I mean, if it can make you associate a a, a scene in a movie and you think that scene is um, awesome... 
We learned this in medical school. When you when you have a smell animals, associated with memories, that's what you, I guess we had different professors because we did go to different schools. I learned that when you have a smell imprinted with a memory, it's it it um, it's it's imprinted on a deeper on deeper structures than just like a sight or a sound. And uh, your professor, I guess, just said that we're animals. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's just basic. I think you know, is we're being conditioned. Which is not that different from animals, I think, right? Animals. Who's, I mean, who's conditioning all these animals? No, I mean, like you're con- being conditioned. Oh, the smell is associated with this. Oh. <laughs> Every time I doubt you, Mike, you always come out on top. You're always right. Yeah, it's little especially especially there. when you set the temperature to seventy two point five instead of seventy three. I'm loving it right now. Someone knocking? Yeah. Did it? I don't hear it. Uh, if you're knocking, please knock again. I'm going to check. Oh, there's nobody there. What was that? We both... That looked, that's a little scary. Yeah. Well, we were pretty getting pretty rowdy, I guess. No. Wait. I don't know. Do you hear talking? Okay. No, that was a little scary, but what's more scary is when you're living in a house in the in the, a rural... Not... Semi-rural area, and someone comes to the door after dark. That... There's nobody there. It's probably that other door. No, there's nobody in the hallway. No, the other door. Yeah. The other one. Why are they knocking on it? Because we're too loud. Well, they should come to the front door. <laughs> this is weird. Oh, it's 1 a.m. Oh, shit. Is it? Yeah. What? Why? Why? What happened? Should we whisper now? I don't know. I think so. Well, we could wrap it up. It is pretty like that's been a pleasant conversation with you, like always, man. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Okay, we'll sign off. Is isn't that a great way to end things? It'd be better if you didn't say that last thing. <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah, you don't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You can always edit that out. Okay, we'll end here. Uh, stay tuned for recording session number eight. <laughs> or is it seven? <laughs> that was that was my impression of what you left. Very good.